Yo, what is going on, guys? Membro here, back at it with another podcast. So yeah, let, let's uh, let's get right into it. I um, took a nice vacation. We went to Sun Valley, Idaho, and um, we do that. Uh, my dad's side of the family, we go just about every single year, and it was really fun. Um, so that that was kind of why I haven't been like posting like as much on either of my channels. I did. I have posted a couple shorts. Um, I think I'm planning to do another one. I, I just got back and, you know, I, I didn't have my computer with me. So I was just like, I got to do, I got to do more content. I got to do content. I was, uh, uh, I was missing just making, making content. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, definitely nice to have a cool vacation. It was, it was fun. We did a lot of fun things and, um, Yeah. We, you know, we went to uh, the lake. We um, played some tennis. You know, <laughs> your basic uh, white people stuff. <laughs> but let's let's uh, let's see what we have for today's uh, podcast. So we got Debo Samuel finally getting his contract. We got Tom Brady getting Julio Jones for another weapon. Um, and then we might get into, into, uh, transfers in college football. I don't know if, uh, we'll get there, but, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. So, so let's just, let's just start us off, um, with the Debo Samuel contract. Um, I believe, let's see. Um, it was like 51 million. So uh, overall, it's seventy-one point six million and fifty-one guaranteed, I believe. Um, seeing this report here from Bleacher Report. Here, let me go ahead and share my screen. Uh, there we go. Here we. Here we go. So. Yeah, seventy-one point six million. I think the guaranteed money. Yeah, there it is, fifty-eight point one million. Um, so this is huge for the 49ers to lock this down. You know, they were really having back and forths. Um, Debo Samuel and uh, the 49ers at one point looked like he might not even show up to to like training camp and um, stuff like that. But they lock him down. I think this is very important for the 49ers. Debo Samuel is their number one guy, um, pro bowler, and literally, like, he carried the offense um, in, the, in the playoffs, definitely. I just remember back to that Green Bay game. They just kept giving it to Debo Samuel, and he just kept working. And, and to have a guy that's, like, legit a very good running back as well as a very good wide receiver, total dual, dual threat guy, um, huge, huge for, for Debo Samuel to land this and for the 49ers to um, lock him in at least for three more years. And hopefully by then, uh, for, for them, Trey Lance can develop. Trey Lance is going to be the starter. It, you know, Ky- I believe it was Kyle Shanahan. He was saying this is his team. This is uh, Trey Lance's team. So I'm very excited to see how Trey Lance does as a full starter going into next year. Look, I think this 49ers team, their defense is great. Their offensive line, you know, they got Trent, Trent uh, Williams. 
the first offensive uh, lineman, 99 overall. George Kellogg, you know, they got so many weapons. It's the quarterback that's really kind of been the problem for the 49ers, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, you, they, they make it to the to the NFC Wild uh, uh, Championship last year. Beat Green Bay, heavy favorites. You know, they got Green Bay's number. <laughs> you look over the years, they've beat them in the past, like, I don't know, like 10 or so years. Every time they play Green Bay, they're beating them. Anyway, um, yeah, Debo Samuel carried them past uh, past the Cowboys, past the Packers, and then when they really needed a quarterback for that final drive, Jimmy Garoppolo just wasn't that guy. So it'll be very interesting to see how Debo Samuel plays with Trey Lance. I think the 49ers will still be a very heavy running team. Um but but hopefully Trey they're hoping Trey Lance turns out to be a guy like best case scenario guy like uh Patrick Mahomes, you know, like a big time, big level guy. Um so yeah, yeah. I uh, I think that that's that's that. Here let me go back here. I'm using OBS right now, so <laughs> I don't have one of those, um, those like stream deck things. I, I, I don't know if that's really worth investing in, but I, I hear you can just kind of just switch the scenes without it have to actually going into the, into the, um, app or anything like that. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe in the future or something, but, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not even really streaming right now, so it's fine, but... So we got we got the the big news. Um, Tom Brady gets Julio Jones now. Julio Jones, keep in mind, Julio Jones is not the guy that he was back like when he was with the Falcons in like 2017 when they went to the Super Bowl. Not at all. He's kind of getting past his prime, but definitely they're not they're not going to ask him to be a number one option. They already got uh, Chris Evans and and Godwin. Like he can be a a pretty damn good third option. Like. Jeez, you you <laughs> Brady's just handing out the rings, you know. Um, he, he's looking for these for these wide receivers that ain't got a ring yet, you know. Antonio Brown that didn't really work out, but Julio Jones, you know, I don't think he's got the same kind of problems that Antonio Brown has. And um, yeah, if if Julio Jones is just a third option, I mean, oh, that's a pretty damn good third option. And this just increases the Bucks' uh, uh, title favorites again. Um, at least, at least to win win the division, the the division. Um, you know, let let you know. Think about the teams in the division. Panthers. We don't really know how that's gonna go with Baker Mayfield. You got the Falcons. They're kind of in rebuilding mode at this point. You got the Saints. They're really unpredictable. You don't know exactly what kind of Jameis Winston you're going to get with that with that Saints team. We know they got the stars. Michael Thomas is coming back. But the, the defenses, eh. And, um, you know, I, I just think in that division, it's the Bucks division to lose, definitely. I think they, they're like a guaranteed 10 wins with Brady. It's just like a guaranteed. 
and probably more more up to the 12 13 range in terms of wins for the bucks um yeah Julio Jones like he just has to be a third option like Titans he's he's the number one option uh not anymore not anymore and I think that's fine because he's getting into his later years um let what how old is he let's see yeah he's 33 so it's kind of getting up there but I think he's still you know he's 6-3 he's still very capable you know he's he's a former all pro so you know do not count Julio Jones out at all and I think he just really overall helps the the Bucks chances of going back now it'll be interesting to see you know they're going to be a couple years removed from that that original title and we'll see how they can restructure uh stuff around there because you look at you don't want to go down the kind of the same path that the uh the the Chiefs have gone down. You know, they won in twenty twenty one, I believe no, twenty 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 twenty. Um beat forty ers Then they they um lose to the Bucks in the Super Bowl and then they can't can't you know, they they're regressing. They've won the Super Bowl. Then they lost in the Super Bowl. Then they lost in um, the the AFC Championship game. Kind of regressing a little bit. And now they've lost Tyree Kill. I think it will be very important to for the Bucks to keep that championship core together going into this uh, 2022 season. But and 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 adding guys like Julio Jones just helps. Just helps. I, you know, you'd rather do that. Than kind of trading guys because you kind of just traded Tyreek Hill for Smith Schuster for for Juju. Um, Tyreek Tyreek Hill's kind of better than Juju. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that'll be that'll be interesting. I think this is just going to be kind of a, a a shorter episode, guys. Um, let's see. Transfers, but for um, you know, we see in see in college basketball, just so many transfers, and I, I that's kind of taken me out of college basketball because I can't, I don't know who's who's on the teams, at all. Um, plus, you know, freshmen going to the NBA also does that, but with so many transfers, even you can't even really follow your own team of like what's going on. And I think that kind of degrades college basketball to me. For college football, the more and more transfers is, um, you know, it's for the kids. And NIL is definitely going to take a part in that. But I, don't know, I just like seeing the same guys, you know, from year one to year four really grow with their team. I think that's very um, interesting to see. But obviously... If you if you're not working out, if you're like a quarterback, this can be second string. Quarterbacks maybe they'll want to stay behind a guy for three years just to get one shot at one year in their senior year, and then that's it. 
um, you know, maybe they want to actually start as a freshman, sophomore. That transferring allows them to do that. And then you also have NIL. If, you know, you have something like you go to, to a college and the NIL is going now, you can transfer to a different college. Let's say, let's just say, for example, you go like to Cal Berkeley and then um, there's better NIL deals if you go to Stanford. Well, you're going to go to Stanford. Plus, it's like right, you know, they're right next to each other. They're both like kind of in the Bay Area. And you're getting you're getting money before before uh, the NFL and, and the NFL isn't even very guaranteed. So if you can make you know money while playing college football, and um, you're just focusing on your other career stuff, you're just you just got a job while playing you know the stuff that you love to play, and um, you know NIL allows you to do something and get paid, whereas like just a few years ago you couldn't you couldn't get paid playing college football. So I think there are good stuff good there is good stuff and bad stuff about lots of transfers in college football. Um Yeah. Yeah, that that's kind of my thoughts. As a fan, you know, of following the teams, it makes it kinda of harder to know what you know, where the players are going and what's actually going on. But for the players to get actually paid before they go uh, professional or even if they don't go professional, they're just getting paid um, just like that. That's cool. That's cool. And also for NIL, I'm not super sure on this, but the also kind of thing for NIL is like, well, you know, certain players are, are going to be getting paid more. And, and those players for the NIL deals are probably already going to the NFL. So, um, but, but you see in like college basketball and, and, and NBA and high school basketball before it was ruled that you had to have like one year in college or one year removed from high school, you know, you, you have guys that, you know, really need the money, really need that, that NBA money. They can't waste time in college, not getting paid. Well, now college allows that NIL deal and plus you get more national exposure as well. So, again, I I guess it's kind of turned into more NIL stuff, but I think definitely NIL is a win for college sports because you saw, like, again, college basketball, you have the G League and um, the other alternatives for the, for the NBA, like the other development leagues were kind of taking – guys away from college basketball now hopefully that brings everyone back into it so yeah i think that's that's gonna do it for the podcast guys thank you all for watching or listening and uh yeah peace